This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We are talking Orange is the New Black Season 7, Episode 8. Daya is back with her mom, but she's being iced out. Piper and Alex are both kind of getting busy, and Gloria is now officially helping out the entire ice community. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, After Buzzers? We are back for another episode of Orange is the New Black. We are talking episode eight. Thank you all so much for joining us here at After Buzz tonight. Um, I'm your host, April, joined by my lovely Francesca. Hi. And Brianna. (laughs) Hello. We are officially halfway through the season, and, I mean, uh, no bows are being tied at this point, but I want to know what y'all thought about episode eight. I liked episode eight. I was telling Francesca, like, I feel really sad about Red, because I know it's just going to get worse, but overall, it was a little soft compared to 6 and 7, but it was still entertaining. Yes. There's just so much stuff going on. I'm just, I don't know how we're going (laughs) to, like you said, and nothing's tied up at all. Exactly. Um, I thought at this point of the season that we would be a little more, you know, we would have certain things handled. I guess we do like we saw with Cindy and Maritza, you know, we have certain things that they've kind of just, like, pushed away, and I don't think we'll see them again, but there's just so much left to happen and so little time left, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's get right into it. Yes, let's do it. Uh, Aleda, this is... I have been so (laughs) excited to talk to y'all about this because (laughs) it's very sad that she's back in prison, but she is automatically up to her old ways. Mm -hmm. Francesca, I know you have a particular love for Aleda. (laughs) Do you think she's gonna kind of like, has to stay in there because of all the stuff that she's doing with Hopper and Daya? I don't think she's going anywhere. Um, And I like that she came in and she asserted her her uh, dominance, I mm-hmm. guess, if you will. She put that little card at the top of the the card thing and said, "This is me. Y'all work for me." Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, "Okay." And I'm kind of actually hoping though that because she's here and she's going to be taking charge, Daya can like lay off on yeah. the on the Heron. harshness. Yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm wondering if Aleda took that approach in a way of 
helping her get clean in mm-hmm. a very aggressive Alita way. I can see that being like a, a motherly thing. Yeah. Because Gloria gave her the heads up and said, look, Daya is running this place. You need to help her out. Al- Gloria not even knowing Alita's the reason why Daya's running everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Alita going to the extreme is basically undermining her, I think was a way of looking out for her. Yeah. I thought the same thing at first, because mm-hmm. of Gloria approaching her, like you said, and in the way she did, like, Aleda clearly has had terrible ways of doing things yeah. before, but, like, she thinks they're the right way. She thinks mm-hmm. that it's, like, her being a good mom, um, but as we get farther into the episode, it doesn't seem that way, so maybe it's a little bit of both, I guess, because with how she just immediately kind of just almost makes fun of Daya for shooting a man accidentally and then mm-hmm. she's like I didn't shoot him accidentally I, I, I he just didn't mean to die or he yeah. wasn't supposed to die whatever she said mm-hmm. um, but there's the part of me that's like you don't you should understand how this is dangerous for her if you're treating her this way and then I mean clearly she doesn't know that Daya is in such a terrible headspace right now and kind of seems to be willing to do anything I mean she's like I'm in prison for life whatever Mm -hmm. so it has me wondering like if I don't know I think Aleda thinks nothing is ever going to happen to her meaning or that Daya will never do anything but do y'all think that Daya could actually end up doing something to her mom I didn't think about that until just, like, listening to you talk about it right now. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> um, I, th- I really felt like Aleda kind of put Daya, like, this is where I am going to be. You know, she she moved over at the table and everything when Daya was trying to stand strong at first. Um, and at first I was like, yeah, maybe it's kind of her motherly mm-hmm. way of doing it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But we all know Alita's selfish and out for herself most of the time. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I could see maybe Daya trying to go too far. Yeah. I don't know if she would physically harm her. Mm -hmm. I could see her doing something to the extent of maybe getting her put in. Oh, well, no, there is no shoe anymore. Maybe get her moved to another block or something. I don't know. But I can't see her because you see Daya still has a soft spot for Aleda. Because yeah. when Aleda came over and she wanted to eat, she was like, move. And Daya tried to be tough. And then Aleda just stood there because she knew she was going to move and mm-hmm. she gave in. I think the reason I asked you all that is because I'm thinking of the part of the episode where Daya and her main chick are in the room and looking for the drugs. Adiola. Mm-hmm. sorry. Yes. They're looking for the drugs and the trash bags, which I guess they figured out different ways to get them in because they used to get them in through, like, the energy drink things. Um, but, and the drugs aren't in there. So that's when she's like, she's icing me out. She's, oh, yeah. You know, she's taking me out of this. Part. So that's the only thing that has me being like, okay, she's already, I mean, we don't know exactly how time passes in the show, of course, but we know she's been there back in meaning Alita for a very short amount of time so in that amount of time she's already like kind of taken over some of her turf so it makes me think that Daya could kind of just go off the wall and like actually really do something to affect her mom it's definitely possible especially because Adiola 
is kind of also really sneaky and aggressive. Yeah, yeah and, that scares me. Yeah, so okay, I guess I could. You kind of, you kind of veered my thoughts into those directions as well. Especially seeing after what happened with Daddy, and that wasn't even intentional, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like she has the. I mean, like like she said, she didn't mean to kill the first guy. She didn't mean to kill Daddy, but like at what point does it just become there like okay, you, you potentially just like <laughs> kill right? people now? Yeah, yeah. Not to say that she would just like murder her mom, but I don't know. I just had this feeling. Um, but and Elena is still like all happy and whatever, I guess, with Hopper. <laughs> it's too weird. Y'all. I just feel it's bad so for weird. Hopper. He's I don't. Like, Stupid. I mean, I feel bad I for him because he's so, like, oblivious to how she's just stringing him along. I think it's hilarious that he's stressing about her being in jail and she's chilling. Because yeah. this is, like, home for her. Mm-hmm. And he's breaking out in hives because he's like, I can't bear to see you like this. And Alita's just like, shut up. Get and some balls. He still has no idea when he made the comment about, he's like, I have to see your... Uh, the weekly meetings with your crazy ex Caesar. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you, when, when are you going to figure this out? That, <laughs> right. That they were still connected. So but dumb. of course he's stressed. He's keeping all of her kids. Isn't it six kids? Four, I Four, think. I Four think. kids. Uh-huh. Okay, so you go from like, ha- I don't know if he's still, if the mom is still there, his oh, mom yeah, was right. like, in like the other room. You go from having nothing and now you just like have four kids. They're, and they're not even, yeah, not, not even yours. And their behavior is wild. Exactly. What did y'all think about the phone call? The fake phone call where she's on there and he's standing. When she did that, I'm thing never with going her to Denny's yes. ever I again, dude. Ever. <laughs> April, I wanted to use part of that phone call for the special segment, but I was like, there's no way I'm making that noise that she did at the end of it. I'll do it. I'm like, if you're if you're doing that sexually, like, oh girl, you gotta fix that somehow. Well, Hopper likes it. I, apparently. I guess maybe it's a trick. I don't know. But I was dying the entire time because he was just eating it up. And she actually seemed genuine. Because mm-hmm. she's a snake. Yeah. You don't think, okay, you don't think in that moment she was, she says she's missing him. You don't think she was missing him? No. But she then probably why? realized mm-hmm. she can't have Caesar anymore, so she's going to have to deal with Hopper in a closet. And, and dream about moons over Miami. <laughs> and on top of that, Hopper really fell off with the whole drug stuff because yeah. he's so obsessed with being upset about her being in jail. She needs him to keep his head in the game. Mm-hmm. And the only way she's going to do that is by assuring... Is by... <laughs> <laughs> A little in the closet. Girl. So hey. that's why I think she's such a good actress because like she can just play this role so well. Yeah, like does. just the nastiest and like it's like she doesn't care whatsoever. Yeah. She's just living her life. And I'm gonna whatever. keep giggling I like a little that. school girl. I know. She's she's crazy. But Hopper, I feel like it's gonna get himself into some trouble mm-hmm. because it's clear that all of the COs are catching on. You know, we see the part where Copeland ask him for days off mm-hmm. because oh whatever. But I don't know she what y'all think. Him. I mean, she definitely did. I feel like he should just be like, no, we're not involved. He did try that. Yeah. And then she, it was very obvious that he was lying. And then on top of that, the other CO caught him. Alvarez, about, right? Alva- is that his name? The guy? He's an right? Alvarez? That's why it's funny. Oh, wow. Oh. That's so weird. <laughs> that's that's why it's funny. The white-headed red dude. <laughs> and then you catch him at the end saying, this is the first time Hopper invited me to happy hour. So you can see that um, you know, he saw a problem with yeah. Alvarez noticing. So mm. I don't know. It's Oh, that's right. I didn't even put that two and two together. Yeah. You're right. He's doing damage control. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if y'all just noticed, but I said white-headed red man. 
If that tells you where my brain is tonight, so sorry about that. <laughs> White red headed man. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I can all, I can definitely see him getting into some actual trouble, but I mean, maybe not. We don't have enough time to really go there, but it's interesting to kind of see him now be put in this situation, and I just wonder how long everything's gonna actually last. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they put her in his block. I think that's so weird. Yeah, because it, it was common knowledge with the with the other CEOs because. What did she said? You call her my little jalapeno popper or yeah. something like that? Oh, so, yeah. like, everyone knows already. Yeah. So. Well, maybe she hasn't been officially placed because she's still in her orange. True. Because it's the new black. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely new black stuff. <laughs> um, Francesca, you have something for yeah, us? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you guys for being um, being our fans and making us the ESPN of After Buzz. I mean, oh my gosh, of television. Um, thanks for supporting After Buzz. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you put hit thumbs up, uh, press subscribe, leave us comments. I think, April, are you on? I'm in the chat She's right now. She's in live right now. Viewers, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're listening on iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us comments there as well. But uh, thanks, you guys, for always tuning in. Thank you. Yes, we so appreciate it. Um, everyone in the chat, let us know what you thought of this episode. Remember that we have not watched ahead, so we are fully... Um, I have only watched up to episode 8 as of right now. We're doing episode 9 after this. You definitely also want to stay tuned to the rest of our episode because, of course, we have our special segment with our special lines and some great news and gossip and predictions for Mm -hmm. y'all. I want to move on to the Piper retreat... Alex, whatever situation. That Um, Freckles. Oh, I was so, I thought it was so odd that we went there. Oh my God. We, um, we butchered a sheep tonight. Yeah. Mm. So that's where we're at with And it's baby. And it's, oh gosh. You, I wasn't even going to mention the baby. I (laughs) totally forget about that. Um, Freckles. The part of this retreat, other than the sheep, murder and whatever. Um, I actually liked this part. I know y'all are probably going to kill me for that. No, I agree. Because it gives some good insight and actually some good advice. Mm -hmm. Did y'all think that the... I thought the the guide, whatever you would call it, I thought she gave good advice. Yeah, I liked it because this is the first time I wasn't annoyed with Piper. Yeah. Exactly my thoughts this episode, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think they did with this what they've kind of been meaning to do with her character. We've talked about so much them, um, you know, how she's annoying, but they're trying to show this other side. They're showing Mm -hmm. every side of what every demographic and person and whatever can can go through after prison, in prison, whatever. Um, But I think they kind of fixed that tonight in the sense of we know she's been having trouble accepting herself Mm -hmm. and to see her finally be able to do that or I should say accepting her post-prison self Mm -hmm. so to be able to see her finally do that was just kind of like okay that's what you've been trying to do thank you for doing that Mm -hmm. at least that's what I thought yeah it was nice to hear her kind of say out loud that she has no idea um, who she is and like what she's doing Mm -hmm. and um you you kind of finally genuinely saw Piper instead of this like manic mode mm-hmm. and like you know we've seen the last few episodes she was trying to get freaky deaky because Alex you know wanted her to mm-hmm. and even in the beginning of this episode Neri was like insinuating you're gonna hook up with Zelda hook up with Zelda mm-hmm. but instead it took a different turn and she actually had like that moment with Zelda who's also going through her own yeah. things a divorce and stuff so it was it was nice to see that side of 
Piper. Yeah. And Neri assumed that Zelda wanted to hook up. Yeah. And Zelda was just like, that's not the type of time I'm on. Right. But I thought it was interesting that you said you you said that it was her post um prison self. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not as much post. I think it is who she is. Yeah. And that's what she's been trying to get to this whole time. Cause she said in the episode, like that's that's a part of me. That's right. who I am. And I think now that she finally planted that foundation, mm-hmm. she can get onto a better path of healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The part that I liked that the guide said so much was, and I'm probably not going to get it exactly right, but was when she said, um, you know, if you can't accept the the bad parts of you or the bad parts of you, and if you can't accept those, then you're automatically on to, you know, on a road to failure. Mm-hmm. You have to accept the whole thing and not make that, just because everybody has a little bad whatever, that doesn't mean that you're you know, a bad person. I totally messed that up. I have it written in my notes, but I'll look for, I'll look for it in a minute. Um, and I think you, it's like you see the bell click in her. She's like, oh, I did have this quote-unquote bad part, mm-hmm. but I also have these other good parts. It's like when she says, you know, that was I was there for a year and a half. That's only 4% of my life. Mm-hmm. There's all this other stuff. I think it just kind of helped her realize it and I don't think she was expecting to realize it mm-hmm. on a wilderness hunting retreat with her sister-in-law and friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we finally got to see the part from the clip though of where she's like, "Are you allowed to hold a weapon?" Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about her character for a minute? She's that, hilarious. I'm kind of con- at first I was confused as if she was just passive aggressive or she was just ignorant, but I think that she's just ignorant. And yeah. she just has inappropriate moments. Like, when she came out of nowhere talking about, oh, yeah, I'm part Native American. Yeah, everyone yeah. was like, nobody asks. <laughs> she said it because of the them talking about using all the parts of the animal, but, like... Yeah, but... Other... Many other ethnicities <laughs> use all the other parts of the animal, too. She's uh, hilarious. She's a good... That comedic timing yeah, that we've yeah. been, like, m- missing somewhat in this season. We've talked about how we get it every now and then, but I like the addition of her character because she's, like cute and mm-hmm. whatever. Quirky. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't like the idea, I don't know what y'all thought about it, but I don't like the idea of the of Alex telling Piper to go hook up and then Piper does, and even if it doesn't work, whatever. Um, but Alex tonight gets her freak on. Again, like, I didn't realize <laughs> that last episode, because I mean, we just saw them, like, kind of start to kiss. I don't yeah. remember. Did they back up and pull apart? No, they yeah, ended okay. it right there at the kissing. They left it. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Because I, I didn't realize when we... So when we opened and we see that she's like, you know, that was inappropriate to McCullough. Mm-hmm. She's like, inappropriate. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, what I pre- like was thinking was going to happen isn't going to happen. And Alex, you know, then this is uh, good because both of them can't do it. But mm-hmm. the fact that she went through it mm-hmm. this time, I'm like, Oh boy, yeah, it's gonna be trouble. I'm just wondering why. Like, is it a rebound thing or is it out of pity because McCullough opened up to her? I think it's because Alex is the type of person that feel when she feels a genuine connection, she likes to act on it. And she I I don't it's just like her telling Piper, go hook up with somebody. Because it's like she doesn't think that it's as big of a deal as maybe Piper normally would, even mm-hmm. though we see that she doesn't. But I think in that moment, kind of seeing McCullough break down and be like, I didn't even 
realize that I was, you know, being this a-hole forcing mm-hmm. you to do these things, you know? Like, I thought I was helping you, you know? It seems like, you know, I'm giving you money. I'm giving you a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, obviously, Piper's like, yeah, but it's contraband. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think McCullough genuinely didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Even when she says, like, uh, Alex says, well, I mean, it's not as bad as heroin. It's, you see this thing click in McCullough's mind. And so I think seeing her break down and be like, I'm not going to force you to do this anymore. You know, here's a peace offering, whatever. Because thanks with my vagina. <laughs> exactly. I guess that's the best kind of thank you out there. <laughs> um, but she couldn't, I think because she hasn't experienced that in a long time. She hasn't experienced someone just doing something genuinely nice for her because they don't want to be a bad person. And that's the kind of situation and people that Alex is into. And it's not like they haven't shown their attraction for each other before. So awkward. But I was just surprised that it actually just fully went there. Especially in her bomb. I know, that's super dangerous. And I'm thinking, so is no one gonna go knock on the door and make sure they're asleep? I'm sure they do rounds. Yeah. It's super reckless. Yeah, a little reckless. And then we, we also saw that she was in the middle of sending Piper a text message, which yeah. she stopped. And that was making me think, did she ever listen to Piper's voicemail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. So I feel like somehow it's going to slip up with this phone. Mm-hmm. That The phone situation. The phone sitch, and Piper's going to find out about Alex. I hope McCullough doesn't read into them having sex and starts to be spiteful and vindictive when like Alex makes it clear it was just a one-time thing. Well, she, she is said... Is it going to be a one-time thing? Exactly. And she says the thing about, you know, how she's gotten fired from all of these jobs yeah. because of her, uh, you know, just state of mind. Yelling at after, children a exactly, lot. <laughs> after being a soldier. Yelling at children, doing this. So it's not like we... She doesn't have a history of blowing up. Like, mm-hmm. take that it's, you know, the trauma out of it that she's been through. These are still things that happen. So that's a very possible thing that she could just, you know, be like... Hey, I slept with your wife. Yeah, because Piper definitely didn't tell Alex that she could. But I don't know. Mm. Not gonna, not gonna be good. Um, obvi- we have other people helping people out tonight Lots as well. Of helping Gloria is officially like, what? What are we gonna call it? like the den mother? I don't know the investig. Investigator, She's, I yeah. guess the the private the, pri- the pi. The PI. <laughs> the PI. What? What did y'all think about the people walking up? Of course. I asked asked such a broad question because I'm actually mad at Blanca for telling all of those people. I'm furious. It's such a dangerous game that she's playing. And I wish Gloria told them no or something Mm -hmm. because Gloria is about to get out. And I just can't believe Blanca would do something like that. She had no reason to go and tell people. Exactly. At all. I think that was selfish. Wait, so I completely missed that. Blanca told... Well, you didn't see Blanca actually telling them, uh-huh. but people came up in the line right. giving them, like, can you help me find my sister? Do you think Blanca told them, or they just kind of overheard? Uh, well, they whispered and stuff the mm. whole time. They were very yeah. secretive, and they only talked in the kitchen. So, I mean, I feel like it, it could have been deductive reasoning plus people see either seeing Blanca do stuff and maybe Blanca running her mouth a little bit. We don't know that so I guess I shouldn't automatically put blame but like the fact that so many people knew at one time and like they had little pieces of paper to give her like it's clear that somebody had to have heard something at some point and I guess I just think you know Blanca is like 
like they all think we all need help they're all in the in the same situation that she is mm-hmm. and everybody deserves help we that's what we saw with Maritza earlier mm-hmm. so but also we see Maritza get sent away and it just kills me because Gloria has done so much stuff especially all the stuff with the riot whether that was right or wrong whatever to get out to be able to see her kids again so mm-hmm. it's just me as a loving Gloria as a character being very mm-hmm. afraid for her um, the rest of her, we call them the ice pack crew now, I guess. <laughs> ice packs. <laughs> Jessica came up with that. Uh, the kitchen crew, um, we're also in a really bad way. Love seeing the flashback of Red. Um, with she, the red hair. Exactly. It. And it just proves how much, like, they can do with makeup. Because we were automatically, you know, without her red hair that we've seen her basically with every single season, of course, I mean, it's dwindled a little bit here and there, but like, now she's full gray with like a little bit of red. Orange. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, it makes her look so much older. And yeah. then we see the flashback and I'm like, oh, this is like red from season one that mm-hmm. you see in the flashbacks. Like, mm-hmm. but she still looks great. Um, I just, I... I don't know. I'm just really sad about what's happening with her and the fact that she says the freezer situation, she was just confused. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, there's the part of me that's like, what is she actually going through? I mean, it's trauma, but I don't know. I mean, I well, I did some research about dementia and mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, and I didn't I didn't know that dementia is just a general statement from memory loss, but Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of the symptoms that she has when it comes on to um, memory loss and irritability, that falls under Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the whole thing with the freezer, I think that has a blanket meaning because wandering and getting lost is part of Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, but I think that was also kind of a... What do I, how do I say? Just like a sprinkle of her past. Like a yeah. PTSD moment. Yeah, yeah, because of the whole... That was like a basically a PTSD moment when she saw the body in the freezer mm-hmm. of someone that she loved. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just her go-to place. But if you remember also when she was sitting at the table with the gangsters and she said, well, I can go sit in the freezer if you don't want me to say anything because... And um, I speak on when I see mistakes. Right. And I think she realized, I'm making a lot of mistakes. I'm going to sit in this freezer. Oh, I like that a lot. That's That's, how I saw it. That's really good. Well, it makes so much sense because, I mean, she clearly... It's like she knows she's doing these things wrong, but she doesn't. Like, with the letter that we see her have Nikki Mm -hmm. give to this lady, Mm -hmm. um, she, you know, doesn't know at the time that she sent her the same letter 10 years ago. Also, curious to see what y'all thought about this. I was like, I would totally attempt to send somebody another letter 10 years later. What's the problem with that? <laughs> the, the, they sounded like it was so crazy. That That's she, true. Nikki's like, you remember you sent her the letter 10 years ago? I'm like, 10 years is a long time. Send yeah. her another one. Try to apologize again. You got her son killed. <laughs> Yikes. But I think that's such a major thing that you would remember sending a letter like that. No, you definitely would, but yeah. I, I'm taking like that out of it, being like, I didn't think it was that crazy, because Nikki was like, you already sent her a letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's taking out the memory part of it. But um, it just... Red has always had this part of her, you know, she sees everybody as her children. We see Nikki tonight, you know, in the moment where she's like, Mom, whatever. Um, and that's how she felt about the same kid. And... I feel like with everything that Red has done, not everything, but a lot of the stuff that she's done in the past, when she was trying to help and trying to make something better, obviously it just went the totally wrong way. And 
I liked, I, I mean, as sad as the situation was tonight, I liked seeing it because it helps make a lot more sense about other things with her and kind of how she sees everyone as her children. Mm-hmm. Even little Ilya in the freezer. Yeah. That was just awful. So and the fact that they kept her in that for so long, but whatever. Um, she obviously doesn't handle the situation when Nikki tells her, you know, she doesn't want to speak to you well. Um, do y'all think that we'll see them, you know, be able to make a reunion and Red forgive her? Or do you think they're just, you know, she's not going to get over it? I don't think there's any way that this uh, friendship is going to go anywhere. I think it's like uh, Shawnee told um, Nikki. Nikki, like, it's, I've seen this happen and it's going to get really bad. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, Nikki loves Red no matter if Red's not in her you know, proper state of mind. So I think she's not going to give up on Red at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Feliciana in um, the chat says, I like that everyone is covering up for Red, which makes uh, what she is going through so much harder to watch because it's like by hiding it, they hope it will go away or that it's not true. Right. And that's the other thing we learned with Red tonight. I think she actually is realizing it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to, if y'all thought that as well because of the statement that she made at the end to Nikki where she's like, what you think I'm going to go to a doctor so they can feed me through tubes for years and I'm going to live the rest of my life out in some like crazy part and I think that she is kind of seeing what's happening to her mm-hmm. yeah she's definitely seen it and then you know like when she had the little paper in her hand um I don't know what it was last episode or the episode before oh, the where she list. had the the steps of how to mm-hmm. cook mm-hmm. so she knows it, but again, like she does, she I don't think she's ready to accept it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if she wrote that letter again because she wanted to make sure she said I'm sorry before she completely forgot because she knew that there was something going on with her memory. Mm, maybe so. I mean, who who knows at this point? But I'm at least she did it. At least mm-hmm. she attempted. So that's not that's good. Um, she talks about being sent to these other places, other parts of the jail, but we also know other parts of the jail are no longer there anymore because our girl Lolly and Suzanne are reunited. <laughs> the chicken coop. It was so good to see Lolly's face. I don't know why you her. I do too. I keep forgetting that she chopped up a man and um, buried him <laughs> in the garden or the greenhouse. But I forgot about that until you I reminded totally me right now too. Here she, she is. Here she She's is. She's back. Suzanne is was killing me this episode. Yes. I mean, she always does, but with her being like, "I'm the fixer," because of the book that she the book that she gave mm-hmm, Tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like we're not getting a lot of Suzanne like growth character growth though, just because I feel like we're only seeing like kind of random scenes with her. Why do y'all think that is? Or you think we are? Uh, I feel like she's kind of being the connector this season. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're talking about the fixer, the helper. Like that's she's playing that role right now. Yeah, and she's also handling magical chickens. So yeah, exactly. But the, I, that's what I mean. Like we see her in the chicken coop for a really long time, and then we've just seen her in the yard for a really long time. It's like she hasn't had those, her own story, right? Yeah, that I love, that I've loved about her from the beginning of the show. I think because she has this mental state, mm-hmm. she has this childlike state, it's easy to just put her in random situations and not develop hers too much. Because in reality, someone in her position, they take a while to get as far as a person and develop as other people. Yeah. Um, so I think it's 
I think it's a safe choice for the writers to keep her just as that comedic relief as always. Mm-hmm. But I do like that they are including her because I feel like this chicken coop thing is going to get a little further. Yeah. I think so, too. Maybe that's where the old Magical Great House was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I did love seeing the chicken again, too. Um, Tasty, of course, is still in with Ward, and she kind of is, I don't. I guess, helping her out genuinely now. I mean, we thought that she was doing it, like, mm-hmm. not for her, but... Um, for Daya. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think I think she she wants to help, but she's, like, reluctant because she's had this attitude this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um but Ward always kind of is good at convincing her. Like, we've seen the last couple episodes, she's good at convincing her to, like, think about herself and not just want to, you know, go down this bad hole because you're stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy that she took on this, like, little tutoring gig. Exactly. even Because she graduated high school, so yeah. she's... She's qualified. I mean, Ward basically forced her into it, but she... I mean, she did it willingly, mm-hmm. also. Um, but... I like, you know, we see her having something to kind of, I don't want to say live for, because, like, I don't know, being a She tutor, has hope now, at Right. Least. But she now also officially has the heroin, or whatever it is that's going to, you mm-hmm. know, off herself. Um, that was a little, I was a little nervous when I saw her putting the little pack behind that poster, because mm-hmm. I'm like, if they do a sweep of the office for whatever reason... Well, actually, I'm not worried for her because then Ward's going to get in trouble. Cause yeah, it's, it's Ward's. They thing. could say that it was just in, who knows when it was put in there, and like yeah. Ward should have known that it was in there. Um, oh, I didn't think about that until now because yeah. like that's like old friendship. Ooh, girl, you put drugs in my office. I yeah, don't know. but I'm hoping that because we see Tasty being a little happier and actually having purpose, you know, when Ward asks her about the book and she's like, "I sent it out," so you know, haven't heard anything mm-hmm. back yet. Um, oh, yeah, and she wrote that letter to Suzanne. Exactly. Which I thought that was very big of Tasty to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Because she didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And it brought Suzanne so much joy. It did. She, oh she's my like, gosh, I love see, it. it does love Tasty, or would not love Tasty, but your whatever. Friend. Your friend. Yeah, your yeah. Friend, Tasty. Yeah. That she, was cute. That was really cute. Uh, and it's cute seeing her with Pinsatucky kind of like messing with her, but actually really trying to help her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what she said that she said that she wants to pay it forward mm-hmm. because Suzanne helped her and, and didn't s- give up on her. Yeah, and that she, so I'm happy that Tasty's character is turning, I feel like her attitude's turning around finally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope this little drugs that she stashed don't get her into trouble. Same. Me too. Um, okay, let's move on to our special segment. Yes. yes. So yes. excited. Yes. Okay, we have another game of Who Said It? Yes. Okay, so we're going to... Who said it? Oh, yes. I think Steven said it. Steven <laughs> said that. I said it. <laughs> okay, so our first quote is, Surprise, you noticed I was gone, so busy conquering Cleopatra. Red. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're going to love Piper. She's super used to bunk beds. Oh, the girl. I don't know her name. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That I have to sidebar. That was funny that she said that she's used to bunk beds, and then she asked the whole comment about top or bottom. Yeah, even yeah. though yeah. bottom. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> uh, good day to you, Miss Cluckadoo. <laughs> that was uh, Lolly or Suzanne. Suzanne yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cluckadoo. Uh, she well, she's the mayor of New Cluck City. So yeah, exactly. she's so regal now. Yeah. 
Um, Mr. Fontadu said that I have a mutant in my temper lobe. Oh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the last one is, oh, maybe she tunneled in like El Chapo. The... Uh, uh, Lolly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, don't don't SUV me. <laughs> yes. I love it. Thank you so much. And you also have some news and gossip for I us. Have very entertaining After news and gossip. And what's, what's better than crime news and gossip? So this <laughs> drug kingpin, uh, his name is Shorty, nicknamed Shorty. Uh, he tried to sneak out of jail disguised as his daughter, and this is him getting caught. And they told him to undress, and basically this is his disguise. <laughs> My word. I have not seen this, so this is exciting. I haven't either. <gasps> what the heck? Yeah. Wait, how old is this person? No, it, it's a, this is a grown 43-year-old man. He's, he's supposed to be... Ser- or 42. He's in his 40s. He's supposed to be serving a 73-year sentence. What's on I mean, his How face? tall is he? His, he's short. Okay. okay. And his daughter is 19. So I guess size-wise, they balance each other out. But he was really nervous while leaving, and that's why they were like, something's not right. And then they saw. <gasps> oh, my God, he has a mask Oh, it's a mask. Yeah, it's a silicone mask. Oh, no wonder, because I was like, dude, that's really creepy. Yeah, I was like, what does he have in his face? Like, has he had it taped up? So creepy. Also, who's filming this And right then he now? was going to leave his daughter in the jail. Whoa. What? That was, I mean, that was basically the plan. Because he was going to leave his daughter in the jail. I mean, there's no, other, there's no other option. So there you have it. That's your news and gossip. Wow. <laughs> that is... People are getting creative. Yeah. They really are. Shoot. That's insane. Um, okay, let's talk some predictions. Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Francesca, what you got? Um, This this golden, magi- golden magical chicken is going to... Actually, it was a male, so he can't <laughs> lay eggs. But he's going to make a magical chicken and everyone's going to get out of jail. That's what I think. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I think Ward is going to find the drugs. Be super pissed because she uh, people already think she's giving TC favoritism. Mm-hmm. And she's just going to be really mad and probably take away her assistant privileges. I think that something very, very, very bad is going to happen to Daya. I just feel mm. it. I don't I don't see any upturn. I don't see any like click of difference. I don't think that her I think the only reason she let Alayda sit there is because it's like, am I really about to cause a scene? I don't really care if sit next to me. She's mm. high right then. She doesn't care anyway. And I just feel like typically when something is gonna change significantly significantly in a character's story, they kind of give us a little bit of a sign and all we've seen is Nothing but bad. bad. So I just have, I don't know. I just feel like something bad's going to happen to her. Jeez. Not. Hold on that note. Thank you for watching. <laughs> I always tend to end on the doom and gloom. I'll try to change that next episode. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, thank you for joining us in chat. We love hearing what you all have to say. We're going to be doing episode nine right after this. So uh, stay tuned in another hour at 11 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I mean. Pacific Sorry. Standard Time. Or- and yeah, whatever. Yeah. In the meantime, y'all can find us everywhere at AfterBuzz TV. Y'all can find me everywhere at April Wilson Hand. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at XOXOCESCA. And you can find me on Instagram at IMB underscore Cheyenne C H I A N N E. Yay. See y'all in Later. an hour. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.